1: Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at Pro.Benzinga.com. Let's get ready
2: to rumble! Nation, show, today. yo! What is up, everybody? Shout out to the world! Happy Hump Day, Wednesday! Hump, Hump day. day! Shout out Geico! Shout out the Camel commercial. We will never forget Hump Day. Let's get into it, guys. This is the Power Hour. This is the Trade Idea Show. It is time to get rocking and rolling. The, the only reason we spend this hour together every single day is we want this to be the best Trade Idea resource out there. If we're not delivering on that, blow us up in the chat. I'm not scared. The only fear that I have is being buried alive, okay? So 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 you're, you're empowered. Put your diggers in the chat. Smash the like button. Have no fear. Let's dive into it today. Um, Right out of the top, Uh, we we, AB and I each pitched a stock uh, on the the buy-the-dip day. That was Monday. Uh, We're going to go take a look at how those those stocks are doing and how we're managing the positions now. Uh, We're then going to do a rapid fire. First three tickers that go into the chat from this point on, we're going to rapid fire them on the show. 1215, ticker A. A-E-H-R. We're bringing a special guest on to the show to, to give us his pitch for ticker A-E-H-R. He, he threw out the, the lofty price target of, of $100 on the stock. Let me go ahead and bring my screen up. Uh, A-E-H-R. Okay. So, so so the stock is at $5 right now. Thrown out 100 So So we, we've got to hear that pitch. Again, I have no fears, okay? That, that, that's just what it is. Uh, at twelve thirty, CEO interview ticker VSQTF. Victor Sandy Quebec Tango Foxtrot. Uh, and then at the end of the show, we're going to be checking in on Nvidia post split. Uh, we're we're going to be talking Nvidia post split. We're also going to be talking junior mining stocks. That is the move. Let's get after it. Let's go. Um. So 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 there there we have it. First things first, AB. Do you know what what we did today in Benzinga Pro? What did we do today in Benzinga Pro? All right. All right. And and we're just doing this little sidebar before we get into our buy the dip tickers. Uh, We broke a story on Summit Wireless, ticker Whiskey India Sandy Alpha. Again, Whiskey India Sandy Alpha Summit Wireless. (coughs) Oh, shit. Stock is up 20% since we broke that news. Check this out, exclusive. We put it in red. We put it in all caps. If you are a Benzinga Pro user, pro.benzinga.com. This exclusive story that that the Benzinga News team brought to you just paid for your entire year of membership. If you're not a member of Benzinga Pro, it's a two-week, no credit card, no money trial, pro.benzinga.com. Literally no reason not to go give it a try. Um, Again, story coming out of the Benzinga News desk, 6.30 a.m., uh, we, we had it 30 minutes before the press release came out, uh, but, but, but it's, it's uh, Summit Wireless announcing a deal with, with I believe, Toshiba. Um, stock is up 20% since we broke that story. If you were on Benzinga Pro, congratulations. You just paid for your whole year membership on the one trade. <laughs> Boom. We're just airborne um, all over the place today, all right?
3: Yeah, Luke, maybe we should uh, bring the company on the Power Hour to discuss the news. All right, let's do it. Oh, wait. Set it up, baby. We have the CEO coming on tomorrow. Boom. There we go. All right. All right. I'll take it. I mean, you know, we, we, we go out, we get this news for you, Zinger Nation, and then we follow up on it to bring the CEO on the show to discuss the news further, um, to understand it better. And that's what we want to do here on the Power Hour. We
2: are all about bringing you, Zinger Nation, the trade ideas. Boom. All right. So let, let, let's hop to the ideas. On Monday, when we were airing the show, Spy was down two percent. We we called it a buy the dip day. Use it as a day to load up on stocks which have become abnormally cheap. We each pitched one stock that we were buying on the dip. Let's it's, let's check in on them and how we're managing the trades now. The one that I pitched: BYGVF, Voyager Digital. This this is 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 a crypto brokerage, crypto exchange. Let me zoom it out to it to a five day view on the chart. Um, and so the, the reason why I pitched this stock uh, is because the, the company has grown revenues from 60 million to 100 million quarter over quarter, uh, and the stock was trading at when it was it was it was down I think 15 percent on Monday. The stock was trading at 3.75 times a price to sales ratio. Okay, that's below the average of the S and P 500, and we're talking about a small stock in a sexy sector that again from quarter to quarter. Grew revenue from sixty million to a hundred million, monstrous. All right, uh, uh, I'm going to drop a link in the chat about this one too. So if anybody wants more deets, uh, you, you you can see it there. But but link is going into the chat momentarily. Um, so 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 Voyager Digital, that's the one that that I pitched. If we look at noon on Monday, which is about when we had the show, the stock was at ten fifty ish. Right now, we're at 1250 plus 20% on the stock. Uh, Producer AB, the way that I am managing this trade right now is I am letting it ride. Uh, I own the shares outright, um, so, so it's just a common stock position. We, we, we are finally getting some awesome momentum today with the stock up 14%. Uh, if that momentum cracks, I'm going to trim some. Uh, I'm, I'm going to trim so, some of the position, take some of the money off the table, um, because they do have a catalyst, which is their next earnings report is going to be monstrous. Next earnings report, again, is going to be monstrous for Voyager Digital. Uh, it looks like we're expecting that sometime next week or the week after. Um, if the momentum continues to ride, I'm just going to let it go. When, when, when I, I've made the mistake too many times in my trading career where I sell my winners too early, so I'm going to let it go. But, but that was that was my Monday pitch. Voyager Digital finally getting some follow-through today. Producer AB, get, what, what was your ticker? What was your buy the dip ticker? And I'm going to throw this one out to the chat, guys. If you bought the dip on any stocks Monday, Tuesday this week, put those tickers in the chat. I, I want to see where everybody was at.
3: So my, my main one, Luke, was Disney. I bought Disney. It hasn't been as exciting so far as um, Voyager for you. And, and, of course, right now we're seeing crypto just have a bounce back day overall. Bitcoin is up about 7% over the last 24 hours. So after a few weeks of hurt in the crypto market, it seems like today has been kind of a bounce back day. So definitely strong for, for Voyager. And Luke, how, how's Voyager looking compared to other
2: uh, crypto stocks? So SOS, Mara. So, so, so he, he, here's why I, I like Voyager as a trade rather than an SOS or Mara. Is, is a little bit of risk is taken out in that Voyager is not dependent on the price of Bitcoin to drive revenue like like the Bitcoin miners obviously are. Uh, it makes money both ways. They make money on transactions. Obviously, if the price of crypto is rising, they will make more money. There's more FOMO. There's more people getting into the market. But when we have these downturns in the crypto market, um, you know, it, it continues to hold out. And, and some, some tickers that I'm seeing folks drop in the chat that, that they added to their buy the dip list, boozy, Great trade on Boozy, nice couple dollar move there. Uh, coin, somebody loaded up on Coin, another great buy the dip trade. Neo, I see in there. Let's see what else. Neo, another great buy the dip trade. Uh, Genius, G N U uh, S. Genius is really interesting. I'm, I need to I need to get into Genius brands at a dollar seventy. All right, Producer A.B., tomorrow, I'm just going to start making the agenda for tomorrow already. Tomorrow, we're talking Genius Brands, GNUS. I, I think it's a it's a super interesting stock. I, I'm going to have a pitch ready for, for Genius tomorrow. Steve, yeah, Steve Hutchinson in the that... chat bought 15 stocks, bought the dip on 15. Generally wow. speaking, <coughs> you guys are good by the dippers. <coughs> oh, shit, I'm losing my voice. Those few that we hammered through. Awesome, awesome job, your Nation. Um, and your Disney um, trade, AB. I mean, Disney's not a stock that's going to move ten percent in a week. We, we know that, but I mean, you you got three bucks out of a stock that's as big as Disney, your three hundred billion market cap stock. You bought the dip too. Um. So so there we go. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. And I, and I do
3: like I do like a few other um you know streaming plays right now. I think Fubo's at a good price. Um. But these are more long term. Uh. Plays, Luke. Nothing I'm looking to just buy and get out of. I think I'm going to hold my Disney shares for a while. Um, Other other things I've been looking at have been, you know, all the things with earnings coming up right now. So we had Netflix report earnings last night. It's been trading down three percent. It. I don't know, Luke. I I think the long term gaming play on Netflix is actually kind of interesting. But Netflix has been has just been trading in this range for the past year. I mean, last July it was at. 548 dollars it's at 510 right now so it's actually lower right now than it was last july
2: revenue on netflix 7.3 billion so it's 28 billion a year if you annualize that 29 billion market cap 236 billion still definitely not a cheap stock well i think the move into gaming is interesting for
3: sure and and with back to Genius Brands, I mean, when you have a company that's trying to compete with content producers like Netflix, Disney, I mean, these are just huge companies. And then you have Genius Brands that produces, of course, um, you know, children's cartoons. And as Cole's pointing out in the chat, shout out Cole Pinder from Zinger Nation. We, Stan Lee Superheroes, had 40 million views. So if if Genius is able to go in at all into this market and and penetrate kind of Disney's, Netflix's, um, sphere, then we could see that stock go a lot higher than a dollar 75, but genius is one, um, you know, for a trade, I don't know. It doesn't look like the stock's doing a lot of moving. Um, but, but to just buy and hold, I really like that.
2: Yep. Uh, yeah. So, so, so tomorrow, guys, if you're not subscribed to the channel, hit that subscribe button. Tomorrow, I'm going to come ready with a full pitch. It's going to be a full five, 10 minute pitch on genius brands. We're going to buy it live on the show. I'm telling you, everybody's going to front run me now. Um, so, so ha- have your bull and bear cases for genius ready for tomorrow. All right, guys, if you are just joining us, this is the power hour, this is the trade idea show. If we're not delivering on ideas, Call us out in the chat. I have no fears other than being buried alive. I, I, I can take it. T- tell us that, that we're wasting your time. Uh, but but next up, we're about to do three stocks, three minutes. Okay. So so, so there's going to be some some rapid fire ideas. Uh, we're going to talk ticker AEHR. We're bringing an expert on the stock in. It's a $5 stock. He's calling for, for as high as a $100 price target. So we're going to hear that pitch. Uh, we're doing a public company CEO interview ticker VSQTF, uh, and then as we work towards the end of the show, we're going to be talking Nvidia, Nvidia price action uh, post split. We're also going to be talking mining stocks. So, so, so there it is. Let's hit it. Time for three stocks, three minutes. First one on the list, producer AB. I, I, I just took the I, I took them as they came into the chat. Wish. Context logic, Wish.com. We can't talk about Wish without going to Wish.com, my favorite online reseller of crack pipes. Wish.com, if you don't know it, believe me, go on there, create the account. You will not be disappointed. It it will be well worth your entertainment. I mean, look at this. You want some straws, Producer AB? You you want a lighter for $1.71? You want this, this John Kennedy ring for $2? I will That's buy this cool. for you, producer AB. Do you want That's this for two dollars? Do you want this this little scale to measure your uh, proteins when you're cooking?
3: Yeah, um, I do need a kitchen scale like that, definitely. How about um, tw- uh, how
2: about a twenty pack of these long ass crack pipes? That says producer yeah. AB.
3: Yeah, well, we, but the, my question is, if we order these today, when
2: will we actually get them? I don't know. That's the experiment, okay? All right, we're gonna buy the John the John Kennedy ring. All right. So tomorrow we're doing, we're doing genius brands. We're buying the John Kennedy ring on wish.com. We're going to measure how long it takes to get all here. Right, yeah, well, that'll be a chat challenge.
3: Here. Well, you have to pick the day that you think the ring will come. Um, and if you guess the day, right. We'll, we'll send you, we'll, we'll send you some, some swag, maybe, maybe even a little bit extra prize for that. Cause that'll be impressive.
2: Yeah. But, but all right, wish.com. I'm not a huge fan of, um, I, I think that the stock is, is relatively expensive. Uh, the margins are, are super thin. Um, so, so you have valuation working against you. I think that you have margins working against you. Um, I, I've never been a huge fan of this business. Um, and, and so for that reason, I've stayed on the sidelines from a swing trade perspective, you are getting a little bit of energy momentum back into the stock. I mean, we're, we're, we're going on day, day three of some positive price performance there. Um, so, so, so you, you let me know what you think, chat. If you guys like Wish, give me the one in the chat. If not, give me the two. I, I see somebody's ma- making the point it's a very crowded ticker, which, which that's also true. I'm definitely on the two side, not a fan of this one. Again, three stocks, three minutes, first one, Wish.com. Number two on the list, MAPS. Uh, WM Technology, ticker M-A-P-S. Mike, Alpha, Papa, Sandy. Um, I don't know this stock producer A B. Let's see, it's a technology and software infrastructure provider to the cannabis industry. Okay, so so it's a space that oh, it's weed maps. This is weed maps, okay. Got it. Uh so 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 I so I, I think that it's in the right space. I don't know a ton about the stock other than that. The chart isn't beautiful. Um but I, I'm 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 on like a like a no opinion on this thing. Again, I think that the space is right. I don't know about the valuation or, or the business itself very much. The chart does not look great. Um, so so first one, Wish. We threw it out one, two if you like it. Most people like that stock. Um, I'm going to ask you guys on this one, Maps. Weed Maps, ticker M-A-P-S. If you like the stock, give the one in the chat. If not, give the two. But Let's see where everybody's at on that one. And then number three, three stocks, three minutes, A B I D X X. The most beautiful chart we've seen in a long time. Stock is going sideways. I, I think this one's pretty clear, guys. We, we have the, the tops. We, we have the bottoms, right? The highs, the lows of the move. We want to look for a break to the upside, and I would absolutely be getting long this one. A break to the downside. I am sitting on the sidelines. Again, I mean, this, this chart is beautiful, and look at, look at the straight line for weeks and weeks and weeks. Green, 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 green. We are now sideways. We get that break to the upside. I love it. We get the break to the downside. I hate it. Um, so, so that's where I'm at on IDXX. Uh, any opinion from your side, AB?
3: Um, no, I think these last two, Wish and IDXX, are, are ones that I'm staying on the sideline on as well, at least for now. I will say for Wish, I don't love their business long term, but just like everything else, um, you know, you, you can play it as a trade. So I think it will eventually, if it keeps going down, get to a point where it could be an enticing trade. Um, but Luke, we do have our, verse, our first very special guest of the day. To Boom! Talk A-E-H-R.
2: Yes, this is the idea show, guys. We we just did our buy the dip stocks. We did three stocks, three minutes. Now it is time for another one. A-E-H-R, as high as $100 that's a question. We, we have a guest who's ready to speak on it to, to give his pitch. Let's go ahead and bring Ben on to the power.
1: Tired of getting left behind on winning trades? Join Benzinga's free masterclass on July 24th to learn how to spot breakout trades before they skyrocket. Featuring live interactive lessons on how to trade meme stocks, read charts, identify trends, and so much more. To register for free, go to events.benzinga.com. How, how you doing? doing,
4: sir? Doing well. <laughs> how about yourself? Good, good. Nice to meet you, Hot Stocks. Luke, uh, got some exciting things to talk about. I know. I, <laughs> I have a special message for you first from Jonah Lupton. He asked me to ask you, are you still holding Celsius holdings? I am still holding <laughs> Celsius Shout out Jonah Lupton, good friend of the show. He's the strongest guy in finance.
2: Okay, I'm working on it. Like I, I, I've been hitting the gym. I'm trying to get stronger than Jonah Lupton. He's still the strongest guy in finance. I'm still long Celsius, waiting on that earnings report. Uh, and and I there were there were six Celsiuses left at my local Target on Sunday. I scooped up all six, helping his sales number out there. So so there we go.
4: Great, sounds good. Are you in that stock? I am not. No, I have not researched it check it out it's interesting the the valuation is going to look high
2: when you look at it but the sales growth is going to be fucking out of this world i mean it's going to be insane in this next quarter
4: that that sounds that great. that that's basically what we're waiting on awesome sounds good so where do you want me to begin um aehr all right let's great. hear it I- let me give you a little background, then I have some visuals to share with you. So I made AEHR my largest position on July 2nd at $2.70. And, and I guess, Ben,
2: ben really, really quick, I, you, you asked me where, where you should begin. I gave you a bad answer. Dude, give us a little bit of background on yourself, but, and, and then let, let's jump into the stock.
4: Okay, great. Yeah, I'm the founder of StoryTrading.com. Um, the whole idea behind Story Trading is to understand the story behind the trade rather than looking at things one-dimensionally. Just as, uh, just looking at the technicals or just looking at the fundamentals. Uh, the concept behind story trading is to understand the price action behind the chart through the lens of what we call the four pillars, which is fundamentals, catalyst, sentiment, and technicals. So, uh, we do that through crowdsource collaboration. We have a group of investors that right now we collaborate on WhatsApp and on Zoom. Uh, we have our own app coming out in the near future, but. The whole point is to collaborate with the crowd and get information on those four pillars to really understand what's going on behind the chart. Um, and thereby, when you have that knowledge, it helps you make better trading decisions in the future. So that, that's what story trading is all about. I've been doing this for uh, two or three years uh, with the community, and it's been an incredible ride. My portfolio has been through the roof uh, since we got this going, and uh, happy to excited to share with you some of that magic today. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. And now let's get
2: into the pitch, guys. AEHR, that is a stock. Ben, you teased us. You said you made it your largest position. This is the idea show, but let's hear it.
4: Great, good. So I've known about AEHR for two or three years. I've had a small position. On July 2nd, I went all out, uh, made it my largest position at $2.70. I still have not sold a single share. I probably added to my position a little bit on the way up, but quite honestly, I had so so much conviction at 270. I was already pretty much at max allocation then. So um, I did throw out that hundred dollar on. The, I gotta watch what I say on Twitter. You you pick the no. most extreme thing and you put that out there. But I do think okay, you, it's a five dollar stock. You said it could be a hundred. How am I not be. gonna make that my
2: talking point?
4: It could be a hundred. I think I said in two to three years. Could, right? Could, could it be a hundred thousand? Ah. No, but it could be it could be a hundred dollar <laughs> stock in two to three years. I think right now it's probably worth ten to twelve bucks. I think in, hey, guys, this the, is a one year chart daily candles we have up on the screen. But keep going, Ben. Great. I think uh, by the end of this year or sometime middle to end of next year, I think it could be a fifty dollar stock. So when I saw this opportunity, the first thing I do, I try to analyze what's the story behind the trade. Believe it or not, I go into the past. Right? I say, what happened there in two thousand seventeen? What was that big spike about, and why did it keep going down after that? So just remember that. We're going to come back to that because that's the key. That's why I knew to buy big time at 270 a few weeks ago and keep on holding. Okay, we talked about fundamentals, catalyst sentiment, and technical. So the key to understanding what can happen in the future is understanding what happened in the past. Learn the story behind the trade. We're quick. On July 2nd, this, they had earnings. So this is an old fundamental chart on Y charts. Fundamentals don't show you anything. So a lot of fundamental traders, fundamental investors have been missing this trade. They missed it at 270, right? You got to look at other factors. Look at sentiment. Sentiment. Warranted or not, this had some uh, uh, action, some interest as a semiconductor shortage play, but that's not the real news here. This is now an obvious electric vehicle play. I think it's the hottest electrical vehicle play on the market. We'll get to that in a second. There's been increasing attention from uh, Twitter gurus. So that's the sentiment part of it. The technicals, okay, this is, again, the chart way back when I called this a 270. I work with this great technician. His name is Rexman. I recommend everyone follow him. Um, there it is, Rexman74. Rexman is an expert on supernova moves. Him and I together, we're collaborating on Marin, M-R-I-N, just recently. I had it all over my Twitter at 3 bucks that we, uh, I thought it could have a $17 price target. We derived that from not just the technicals, but the sentiment, the catalyst, everything we're talking about. That did a supernova move. He is an expert in supernovas. It went from three to 17. So we're looking at air and saying, can air do a supernova move? And the answer is yes, it has the potential for a supernova move. If it breaks the eights on high volume, the target is the high teens. Now we're going to talk about Why, what's going on here? And the most important thing, the thing that got me into this is learning about the past. I said, identify that inflection point. Here are the catalysts. I'm gonna go through this real fast, okay? March 14th, AIR was chosen by our community by someone by the name of Ashley Day. He's a contributor in our community. He chose this as a VIP pick. You can go to storytrading.com, click on VIP picks. We have a spreadsheet tracking performance. This guy's an expert in this stock. He's been in it for a few years. He knows the CEO, He's done his research. Price is 256 A few months later, June 2nd, you got a $2.3 million EV order. Now, that's not huge news. Looks like a one off. They've had lots of one offs, right? Market's not convinced. But remember the past. What was that spike about? I'll tell you right now what that spike was about in 2017 that didn't last. What that was about was an order with Apple. First of all, what do these guys do? <laughs> Real quick, they test uh, chips. Semiconductor chips, a uh, very specific chip right now. They're doing a lot of so, work. In so, so, wait, wait. So, so they test them or they, what exactly do you mean by the that? In the production line, as they're being produced, right? These chips are very highly sensitive. They're very small and a certain percentage of them are not good. They have to be burnt in. They have to be like, think of a new baseball glove. It's got to be like worked in. So it works well. And in that process, when you burn them in, some of them are going to fail. And you want to do that in the production line. So your your products are not going to have defects when they come out. So this is what this company has been doing for a long time, and in the past, their orders have not led to significant sustained business. Why not? What happened in two thousand and seventeen? Because they did a uh, they did some work for Apple, but it was just for sampling. Apple did this work on some of their chips. They tested a small sample of you know, and they said, "All right, well, our production's great. We don't need to test every chip." Right? That's what happened back then. That's why the stock went, went back down. But now, as the chips have progressed, they've gotten more and more advanced. They've gotten smaller. They've gotten much more important. They're used in health sensors. They're used in electric vehicles. They're used in 3D cameras. The use cases are becoming very important, and it's very important you cannot have failure. So in the production facility at semiconductor manufacturers, they have to burn and test these components. And what's happening here is, see, this was not a one-off order. What happened June 30th? They're ordering again. Why? If you go look at the press releases, you'll see why. They're saying this, this customer is going to do repeat orders over and over again. It's, just, it's for EV manufacturing. Why is that happening? If you do your research, you look at the press releases, you talk to the CEO, that's happening because sampling is not enough. There, You can't have a, a production of this that's going to be 100% perfect. You have to test each and every one of these coming out of the factory floor. And after those two PRs, I made this my VIP pick. I did a presentation. It's on YouTube. I dissected the wording of those two press releases, and I established for myself that the inflection is here. This is not a one-time order. This is significant recurring sales that are going to go up from here. July 9th. Okay. And,
2: and another- sh- shout-out to calling yourself a VIP. We're all VIPs here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, Check me on time, by the way. If I, I'm i going to I'm gonna go as fast as this. But July 9th. It, it,
2: it, three
4: minutes. Is that good? Right. Perfect. Let's hit it. July 9th, they got another order, $2.9 million. Wow, is this real? I initially had a target of 3 to 350 on technicals. But now this is coming to fruition much faster than what they said. They said on June 30th, these orders are going to keep coming, but we didn't know how fast. Here it keeps coming. By the way, this is probably Tesla. OK, based on the research we've done, it's Tesla, the end customer here that's putting this in their electric vehicles. And, and so, will, will we get an announcement from the company that it's Tesla? Will, probably, will we know that at some point on a conference call? et uh, I don't think so. Probably okay. not. All you right. Have to get the pieces of the puzzle together. So anyway, that gave me conviction. I made up my trade of the week pick uh, on July 11th. And then what happened? The big news, July 15th, blowout earnings report. Credit to my buddy, Mark Gomes. He went and he annotated and edited this great earnings report. It's filled with nuggets. You go to storytrading.com slash A-E-H-R-C-C, and you can break down the incredible nuggets from that earnings report, and this stock is gone. This is an obvious play right now. July 18th, Ashley Day made a trade of the week, $3.40. I mean, come on, too obvious at this point. Then they get a $10.8 million order July 19th. This is, what, $20 million in orders in one and a half months? Come on, this thing's off the hooks. $10 plus in the cards. So that's where we're at right now. Um, And again, in that that last order, I'm going to put, put, put the screen up there. That's what moved the stock from $3 to $7. Correct. Um, It's that, but also the C yeah, I guess if you listen to the CC, you would have known anyway, this thing's going to go off the hook, but that last order, you know, the masses saw that 10.8 million. So, I mean, at this point, this is a, uh, this is an EV play, The revenue is going to explode from here. There's a lot of other use cases as well for for this uh, for this technology. There's no competition. Um, They have patents on everything, and this is they have a a production. They can do 40 million a month. The capacity at their facility in in business. The EV market's like 60 million a month. The EV market alone. So this thing's off the hook. It's going to 10 plus in the near term, I believe. 50 bucks uh, sometime next year and potentially yes $100 if they don't get bought out first. There's a very good chance they'll be bought out before all that comes to fruition though.
2: Okay, so 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 let, let me boil short-term price target down into one sentence. Tell me tell me if this is accurate. Stocks at 5, you said $10 short-term price target. The catalyst
4: to get us there is continued orders. Uh, the catalyst to get us there, honestly, I think you're going to see institutions buying up this stock on heavy volume in the coming days. Uh, when the quarterly reports come out by institutions, I think you're going to see a bunch of them piling into the stock. Um, it's going to break. It, I'm looking for a break of the eights on high volumes. I think I could go to the mid to high teens based on my buddy Rex, man. I will begin selling some in the nine to ten range. I got in a 270. So that's the short term. Okay, and we already had earnings. It looks like that was what uh, about a week ago, so so
2: so okay. So so catalyst short term, you have thirteen F's coming out, guys. Thirteen F's. That's when hedge funds give us their positions. Uh, after that, you have the the potential for future orders. And so Ben. In closing, I'm going to throw this one out to the chat. Uh, guys, if you like the stock, there's no sitting on the sidelines, okay? This is no World War II. You're Switzerland. You're just going to hang out and not participate, all right? You're getting into it. You 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 like the stock, drop the one. You don't like the stock, drop the two. Let's see where everybody is at. Everybody's participating. Smash the like button. Share the stream, Ben. I appreciate the pitch. It was a good pitch. Uh, it, it, we Whenever you have a pitch. I would love to have you back on to go through these. That's what this show is all about. This
4: is right. the idea show, baby. All right. I, we have some pictures coming up. Another hot stock coming up soon. So happy to do that. By the way, I'm interviewing Dario Health at 3 p.m. live. It's free for everyone. If everyone's interested, that's another stock I own. All right. And look at that chat. All ones coming in. Pe- people like it. Uh, we got a bet as the
2: salesman of the year. Air horn for you <laughs> Let's go. All right. Everybody likes the stock. I'm putting it on my watch list, guys. So so we already are like pretty far along in building out our agenda for tomorrow. We said we have to talk about Genius Brands. We said we're going to look at IDXX again. We're going to have to look at this one again, AEHR. So if you are not subscribed to the channel, those are some hot tickers to make sure you are subscribed for. Ben, appreciate you coming on the Power Hour. Next time you have a pitch, hit me that DM on Twitter, and, and we'll make it happen. Sounds good.
4: Thank you. Appreciate it, Luke.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, sir. So there you have it, guys. If you are just joining us, this is the Power Hour. This is the Idea Show. Like the stream. Share the stream. Uh, you know, Drop us the stocks that you are trading today. We've already covered WISA, Voyager, Disney, Maps. IDXX, wish there's A E H R. We are gonna keep the idea flow going. I, I've, I've got a, a stock. We've got a company actually coming on next that, that I bet a lot of you haven't heard of. Ticker VSQTF. Uh, really interesting model. Significantly different than than you know what what we think of or or how a typical public company mm-hmm. operates. So so let's go ahead and bring Victory Square.
1: Tired of getting left behind on winning trades. Join Benzinga's free masterclass on July 24th to learn how to spot breakout trades before they skyrocket. Featuring live interactive lessons on how to trade meme stocks, read charts, identify trends, and so much more. To register for free, go to events.benzinga.com.
2: Javin, how is it going? Welcome to the Power Hour. We are happy to have you here. How are things in your world, sir? Things
5: are good. Uh, thanks for having us, Luke. Uh, ben Ben got us hyped up. I was just Ben watching.
2: got us hyped up, baby. That was his first time on too. He just came out of the gate, ready to ready to, to swing.
5: No, that was great. No, thanks for having us. we uh, things are great and excited to kind of share uh, our story with uh, with your viewers.
2: Absolutely. So 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 so. Before, but yeah, why why don't you go ahead and, and just get get us started with some background?
5: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Victory Square Technologies was created in 2017. Uh, ticker is BSQTF in the US. Good. Uh, VST in Canada. Um, we basically give investors ground floor access to a diverse portfolio of over 28 companies from around the world in key sectors such as digital health, gaming, esports, uh, crypto, augmented and virtual reality, the creator economy, uh, cybersecurity, and green tech. So basically these are early seed stage companies. So the, the next generation of tech giants um, before they're giants. Um, Again, I mentioned these companies come from all over the world, so we have relationships with 80 incubators uh, from Delhi, India, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Tallinn, Estonia, Boulder, Colorado. Uh, We found some of the brightest entrepreneurs in these verticals and sectors, brought them into our office, seeded and funded them ourselves, and applied what we call time, knowledge, and money to grow and scale these businesses, which generally takes about 12 to 48 months. Uh, the first company got spun out last year, Fans Unite, ticker F-A-N-S uh, in Canada. Uh, you know, we had acquired that business three years ago for $2 million Canadian dollars. It's now, you know, they've raised over $40 million. It's trading at around, I think, you know, $160, $170 million market cap. Uh, we spun out our, our last company, Game On, on June 1st. And then we'll spin off the, the next in August called Immersive. Uh, technology. So we built a great portfolio. Uh, so investors get access to, you know, a diverse portfolio of these, you know, the next generation of tech giants. Um, management is 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 funded and seeded all these companies, so they're aligned uh, with them. And yeah, like the background, it's harvest season. So uh, the portfolio uh, has about ten companies that that are that have all kind of been in the portfolio for about I would say thirty six months that will be spinning out, you know, quarter after quarter. Which you know, I think is is why. Um, we've had five consecutive quarters of positive net income and earnings per share.
2: Yep. And, and, and we've got a shot of the portfolio up on the screen right now. And, 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 and so, so let, let me make sure that I understand the, this correctly. But, but basically, it, it's a publicly traded vehicle for, for like individual investors to be able to participate in a VC-type portfolio, a venture capital-type portfolio. Is, is,
5: is that fair to say? Yeah, no, it's definitely fair to say. I mean, for, for, for me, one of the reasons why we built this was um, if you're an investor, you generally don't have access to these early seed stage tech companies, um, you know, until they they become like, you know, billion dollar companies. So um, our whole model was put them into a public company that's liquid, liquid um, transparent, audited, uh, and allow retail investors from all over the world um, to participate in, you know, early in these companies.
2: Okay, and and so 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 tell us a little bit about the selection process, right? You 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 have a lot of companies in the portfolio. How how do you decide what to put in there, and and how do investors know? I guess this is two questions. So one, how do you decide what to put in there? Two, how do investors really understand what what they have exposure to in the portfolio?
5: Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh... know our 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 investment process and criteria is kind of our our secret sauce so i mentioned earlier we have relationships with about 80 accelerators around the world so these are organizations that kind of vet local entrepreneurs and startups and all their specific you know jurisdictions so before we even go and look for a company we identify verticals and spaces that we either have clients for um or it's a it's a space that we know is going to be big uh, then we'll go and kind of solve that pain point by by finding a company. So before we even look for a deal, uh, it's because we have you know a competitive advantage in a specific um, sector. And most of the most of what we focus on are, is what we refer to kind of as the fourth industrial revolution. So technology that we think is going to disrupt the next you know two decades and onwards. Uh, once we've identified that, we we look you know for some of these top top companies. Uh, we bring them into our office uh, where we kind of evaluate them for about four months. Um, we, you know, plug them into our, our network to get some of our advisors to, you know, to to provide us further validation on these companies. Um, and when, once they met that criteria, we take an investment. Um, but we're not passive investors, so we we you know roll up our sleeves and almost act as co-founders. So. Um, most of our ownership stake will you know will range anywhere from you know as low as five percent to as high as hundred percent but the sweet spot is around you know 20 to 23 percent um, and again we're working with these companies to kind of grow and scale them uh, and that process generally takes about 12 to, to, to 48 months then we spin them off as their own kind of public company so uh, you know the secret sauce is that we have access tech is borderless you know we've established these relationships globally from over 20 years so we have we have that feeder system. Two, we have a ton of you know partners and, and and networking client large enterprise clients that come to us with pain points that we now know. If we find a company solving that, we have a, a customer base uh, immediately. Um, but you know, you asked the question: How how should investors kind of look at look at this? I mean, there are a couple of things. One, uh, in most cases, you're investing in a one trick pony. Here, it's diversity. There's, you know, where there's an alignment. We as as, as management are are invested, Uh, you know, our process, you know, we're not investing randomly in companies. So there's a risk mitigation process too uh, that's there. And then, you know, ultimately, I think you're looking at the performance of the company um, from a NAV perspective, right? So uh, the entry point for our stock right now is is great. I think we're, you know, we're trading in, in the US at around 39 cents a share, PE ratio of around two. Um, you know, the PE ratio for tech companies averages around 17, so significantly undervalued. Um, and then you've got a you know, I think our market cap in US dollars is probably around 30, uh, 39 uh, to 40 million, you know, US dollars. And
2: and 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 so, what so, what percentage of of, of the the total holding company is is made up or consists of that
5: public stock? The whole, so, so our. Yeah, the whole. So, you know, basically, the public company owns our ownership stake in all of these uh, companies and, and and assets. And so, for for investors, I think you know you we're, we're going to start to publish a NAV that investors will be on a quarterly basis. I think our NAV right now is you know is, is probably sitting over a you know one hundred and twenty five hundred over one hundred and thirty million dollars. So, in comparison to our uh, our, our, our our market cap. Um, you know, th- there's a great entry point for for investors, and just you know another thing to note, um, we've had you know five consecutive quarters of positive net income and earnings per share. So um, all of our filings are up on CDAR. So you know, I think last year, audited financials, we reported net income of 16.3 million, uh, earnings per share of you know I think close to 30 cents. Uh, we paid out a, a share, a common share dividend this year uh, already. So you know, for for investors, they're getting asked uh, you know access to a uh, you know, diverse portfolio of, of some of the top, uh, you know, startups and, and tech companies from around the world, a company with a healthy balance sheet, uh, you know, consecutive quarters of net income um, and, and a dividend. So there's, there's a, you know, I think and the entry point right now, we think for investors is, is, is phenomenal.
2: Awesome, and, and so so I see that some of these are publicly traded entities, um, like like I'm looking at at Fans Unite, Cloud Nine, uh, Game On Entertainment. Were you in all of these companies before they went public, or or did you take the position after they were public, or, or how exactly did that work?
5: So in the case of uh, Game On and Fans Unite, we we basically took those companies public. So our model with these companies, find them early. Spend time, money, and uh, time, knowledge, and money with these companies over a, a you know period of you know three 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 to four years, commercialize them, and then spin them off and take them public. So in Fans Unite and Game On's case, we we took both companies public. In the case of uh, Cloud Nine, we actually had some because we we you know we we've got a ton of IP kind of um, at at Victory Square. We sold a piece of IP in the crypto space to Cloud Nine for stock, which then you know allowed us. Got to, it.
2: Okay. For that company. Excellent. And 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 give us a little bit of your background. I mean, it's a really interesting vehicle you've put together, right? Again, there's not a whole ton of of these publicly traded entities that basically give individual investors access to a VC type portfolio. Like, like, like what was the dream when you put this together? You know, what what hole in the market did you see? What pain? I mean, I I, I think it's it's super it is super interesting model. Um, you could have done this privately. Um, but yeah, I I would just love to hear that story.
5: Yeah, so you know a couple things. I'll give you a quick background on myself. So I started uh, in the in the tech space in the mid '90s. You know, I started an online dating site um, out of my dorm room, and I was one of those kids, you know, tinkering with with. Uh, Wait, what was
2: the niche for the dating site? We got to know that.
5: It was called iFlirts. Flirts. Um, so it's hell yes, called...
2: okay, I'm down. Okay, keep going. Yeah, and um, you know, at, at the time, I was one of
5: those kids that that was tinkering with computers. I, you know, I, I felt that the you know the internet. Um, was going to disrupt the way we accessed information and kind of connected with people and, and played. And so we were very fortunate. Um, you know, our, the business took off. We were we were making, uh, you know, a lot of money at age 17 and 18. Um, and we adopted this model called the Venture Build Model, which was okay. go and buy, build, or invest in businesses that we could port users from our dating site onto. And so we transitioned cool. into gaming and, and those types of businesses. So this Venture Build Model of, only investing in businesses that we knew or we had a competitive advantage for is kind of the core and foundation of VST's, you know, business or Victory Square's business model uh, today. And we had over 20 years, of, you know, of, of success um, that, you know, we have a strong digital footprint and anyone you know, that wants to Google Victory Square can or myself can, can see that. But the question is, why did we set this up? So, you know, there are, there are a couple of reasons. One, as an investor myself, um, you know, I I got tired of the fact that a I couldn't see startups from you know regularly from the Bay Area or from Israel or from you know the UK. Um, I was limited to where I was kind of geographically to 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 invest unless I wanted to invest in a company that already kind of had a significantly high valuation. Two, when I invest in a, a you know an early seed stage company, it's private. I have no transparency. It's, it's kind of illiquid. So the the whole premise with VST was to build a public company that's audited. Uh, transparent and liquid, where I could put that portfolio together. And just to note, the first you know ten million dollars of investment came from you know myself and the management team who are the, who are still currently the largest shareholders um, to to validate that 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 hypothesis. And you know the having been in the tech space for over twenty plus years, that's what allowed us to establish you know great relationships with these incubators globally and some of the top minds you know in the, in, in different sectors and verticals. That could help VST and uh, our portfolio companies. And our portfolio companies are very symbiotic. So we built this really powerful ecosystem that you know, ensures a, a greater chance of success. So, you know, the, the idea here was we built this VST you know Victory Square for ourselves. Like what would we want to invest in? Into something that's audited, transparent, liquid, alignment with management, and then gives me access to you know, the best companies you know, globally. I don't have to invest in a five, 10-year fund and have a minimum investment investment of 250 grand. Anyone can participate here.
2: Okay. And, 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 and let me ask you one more question from the investor perspective, what should we be looking out for on the horizon next?
5: So we've got some great, great catalysts. I mean, the first, I think would just be entry point, you know, um, you know, Buffett says it's not always, you know, important to invest in a good company, but your entry point is key. So one is, I think our entry point, we're significantly undervalued today. Um, But upcoming highlights. Um, I mentioned we spun off Game On in on June 1st and issued a dividend to VST shareholders. So our next company that's going to be spun off is Immersive Technologies, which is a, a virtual and augmented reality company. They should be listed um, you know, by August and we'll issue a share dividend to VST shareholders. So anticipate another company being spun off that we have a, a major interest that was incubated in VST, um, where VST shareholders will get a dividend. Uh, our Q2 financials will be released. Our Q2 ended June 30th, but the the numbers will come out end of August. And you know, I, you know I'm confident we had a very strong quarter. We had another investment in the renewable space called Stardust Solar, um, which will be listing. You know, we're we're aiming for November of this year. Um, and there are two more companies in our portfolio. One is called Turnium, which should be listed December January, and then Copilot um, Advisors, which should be Q1 of next year. So the reason why I share those is there's going to be a tremendous amount of of, of value unlocked um, on our balance sheet um, for which will impact you know all of our shareholders and the idea of a dividend kind of being issued. So we're anticipating strong Q2, Q3, Q4 uh, numbers and a dividend to be to, to be paid out. One other thing to, to to touch on too is there are a couple of investments that we've made recently. So we're big believers in the, the whole creative economy in the creator space right now, especially with the NCAA ruling in, in the U.S. that just this was passed. So we have an investment in that space called creator.co and we have some really exciting things that are happening in that. Um, and then the digital health space. So we acquired a company called Hydrate earlier this year. Um, they're an on-demand, on-site health and wellness company uh, operating in the U.S., um, and we've just introduced, um, you know, a telehealth platform and you know uh, an online pharmacy, in as part of that business that we'll be licensing. So, so there's a, a number of catalysts that um, you know I think investors can can look out for for the for the next um, next six months.
2: Awesome. Well, Chef, and I appreciate you taking the time joining us on the Power Hour today, telling us about the company, about the model. Absolutely interesting. You teased us with some of the things on the horizon. We had the, the, the dividend, the creator economy. So, so thank you very much. This is the idea show. And you definitely brought us an idea today. Thanks so much, Luke. Absolutely.
1: Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place.